Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Not Another Mummy podcast. I'm Alison Perry and you're listening to episode five. for joining me again I have had such an amazing response to this podcast so far which is brilliant so thank you very much for tuning in again to this episode today I'm joined by Jason King and Charlie O'Brien aka JK and Charlie Uh, they're a married couple and they're also both radio presenters and they're pretty big on YouTube they do a lot of vlogging about family life and they live just down the road from me literally 10 minutes down the road So um, because uh, they have launched their own podcast recently, a couple of weeks ago, called Married and Tired, I thought I would take the opportunity to go and chat to them about how they think their relationship has changed since they became parents. So we caught up on loads of things like how they met on Twitter, how the relationship has changed. Um, Really interesting things like Charlie and I were trying to work out whether we get lumbered with loads of life admin as the women in in our relationships because that's just the way it is or because we're massive control freaks who actually secretly enjoy doing all the life admin so let me know what you think um yeah we hope you enjoy this episode and yeah here we go So welcome, JK and Charlie, to the podcast. Thank I'm re- you. I'm really excited. I'm actually a bit nervous because you guys are professionals at this podcast, Radio Lark. And Not I'm, really. I'm just winging it. So so we don't tell anyone. <laughs> winging it is good. Winging it is good. We are very honoured and excited to be on your podcast. Yeah. So for everyone listening, I'm actually doing this, um, if the sound is uh, massively better compared to my other podcast, we're actually doing this from JK and Charlie's home studio, aren't we? You say studio. But it's actually, it's it's the, the dining room, which also doubles up as which the dog's room. never been a dining room. Yeah. And have you noticed there are candles in here? That's to mask the smell of Isla, <laughs> our stinky yellow Labrador. Who we've had to move because she was getting anxious about the whole thing. So oh, apologies. And we've stacked boxes up so we can all fit in. <laughs> this is the junk room. Everyone's got a junk room. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but you guys have got your own podcast, haven't you? Married and Tired. We've just sort of started it really, haven't we? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of new like yours. Um because we were we were talking about this before we we started recording, weren't we, Alison? That podcasting just seems to have suddenly exploded a bit mm. again as well, especially in America. 
So. I don't understand it though. It's been podcasts have been going long. You know, they've been going for so so long, and you just think. And now it's coming back round again. There was a time, wasn't it, when people loved a good podcast, and then it went quiet for a bit, mm. and now it all seems to have have come back again. So I think it's a good time to do it now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's a real resurgence, isn't it? Um, but your podcast, you guys talk about different aspects of marriage, don't you? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we've been married. What? Um, it's not even our one year anniversary is in two weeks. Um, so we're very new to all this. Uh, you've been married a lot longer, haven't you? Uh, nearly 11 years. 11 years. So you can give us some tips. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the secret? Oh, my goodness. I think patience. Compromise probably... and patience is yeah. what I've been told. Yeah, yeah. Those are I the agree. things, yeah. Um, what was your relationship like before you guys got, um, sorry, before you had Noah, your, your two-year-old? He's two, isn't he? Yeah, he's two and a half. So we had sort of two and a half years without him. Mm. Um we were always still like ships in the night a bit because we were doing different radio shows and starting early in the morning and things, weren't we? Yeah. But we enjoyed time, like when we moved into our first flat together, we were both doing breakfast radio. So we'd both get home kind of two in the afternoon and then just go to the pub. And uh, not that, you know, big drinkers, but it was just kind of a way to sort of chill out together. And we used to like going to the cinema, didn't we? Things So things we just can't do anymore. Yeah. Oh. And did you guys meet on Twitter? Is that right? Well, Charlie claims that I stalked her. Yes, he did. And um, he did. There, there, I suppose there's a slight element of truth in there. The thing is, when you're in the same industry and actually doing the same sort of hours in the same role, the same company, the same it? company, um, then it, you start to think to yourself, actually. And I, it's, I know sometimes people say that it's good to not have anything in common because you, you know sometimes that works. But for us, having that in common and working on the radio was was a good thing. You had things to talk about straight away. I think we found it quite easy to you know to kind of gel and, yeah. and that definitely definitely helped yeah. you've always got something to talk about haven't you or moan about or being... people to talk about <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> also I guess when you're kind of faced with a sea of potential girlfriends and boyfriends out there seeing that somebody works for the same company as you mm. you're probably going to be fairly like-minded aren't you yeah. so it probably helped quite yeah. a bit and I think it was around the time when sort of things like tinder would just you know internet dating was just sort of exploding as we were both single and I don't know how well I would have got on with that. So if anything, it kind of cut all that out, didn't it? Mm. Um, it was, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> it's probably actually quite old-fashioned now to tweet someone. Yeah, well, it's, I suppose it's still online dating. But In a way, online yeah. Online stalking, which, <laughs> which obviously we, it's frowned upon, frowned upon but um, we, made, uh, we made it work. Yeah, so you admit yeah. you did stalk her then? Uh, I sent her a message. Okay. That's what I did. I said uh, something on the lines of, hey, fellow breakfast show host, um, uh, mm. what did I say after that? I can't remember what it was um, after that. Are you as tired as me or something? Which is ironic because our new podcast is called Married, Married and, tired. and Tired. We're still tired. But there it is. You see, instantly we had something but it was that, during, that was in common. It was during a radio show that I received it because I kind of went all like, oh, and my co-host James, my producer Matt at the time were like, what's wrong? And I said, I've just had a just had a message from jk and they were like oh avoid that one avoid him <laughs> <laughs> lovely did you have a reputation oh yeah probably yeah <laughs> i would have thought so i think yeah i think you had a reputation as being maybe quite sort of a bit cheeky a bit a bit laddish in my a bit married in my a bit married but well no no you actually, were separated. i was separated, you were separated yeah yeah um but yeah they were like stay away from him and clearly i didn't so. Now, Charlie, you've said before that um, you kind of moved quite quickly to the stage where you were kind of having nights in with like woolly socks on and oh, yeah. pajamas. Um, why do you think that was? Do you think that you were both kind of really ready for like a long-term relationship? I think so, and I think we did just do everything really quickly. Like um, we moved in together within three months. 
but it was all it was circumstance that kind of pushed us as well I was coming towards the end of a lease on a flat Jay was homeless <laughs> kind of you Brilliant. were living with your co-host Lucy at yes, the time my radio wife and um we were we were traveling a long distance to see each other a lot and Jay sort of said why don't we get a place together and I thought oh God, you know I'd been bitten before in the past and I, I was a bit wary and I thought I spoke to a few friends and they were like, look, you're not getting any younger. Um, just go for it. So I thought, what's the worst that can happen, really? So Noah. we <laughs> Oh bless don't say that. Terrible thing to say. <laughs> so yeah, we signed this lease on a six month lease on a flat. And I think once you start living together, you do get to the woolly socks and watching things, you know, on telly together quite quickly. Yeah, well that's true life, isn't it? Yeah, it's real life. And neither of us were kind of the I think we've we done all our going out and drinking and oh yeah, you, you we've, get, we've done a lot of that. You get to a point where you can't be asked. You, you, I mean, literally, you you know what's gone before. You've got to this place because of what's happened before. And I just, you know, I kind of knew what I wanted, and I also knew that I'm, I'm not getting any younger. And I know that that sounds terrible. Age is just a number, blah blah blah. But no, because you know, I wanted to have children, and 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 I think you were in a similar sort of. I'm sure it was on your mind. Not that I'm Did not... you just know you weren't going to get anything better at that point? <laughs> was, I, was I like an insurance policy? <laughs> to, to be honest with you, I didn't think I'd get you full stop. So I, I think I did Good all right answer. there. And, and Charlie didn't fancy me to start. So that's... Oh, really? Wow. Touchy subject. Did you it have was to do only... a lot of chasing? No, it was a no, few not at hours, Alison. <laughs> Literally. We met in a, a bar in London. And I should never have told you this, but my instant... You know when you first see someone? Because we, we'd been talking on the well, Twitter and then we upgraded to the phone. We've been talking on the phone for a few weeks before we actually could get a, a date in to see each other. And then it was a Friday afternoon, wasn't it? And we met in London and had drinks and stuff. But when I first saw him, I thought, oh God, I don't fancy him. And that was just my initial reaction. But after loads of Jaeger bombs, I did. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm not kidding. It, <laughs> He's it, been plying <laughs> me with alcohol ever since. So. If I would have been anyone at that point, you, you probably would have been interested. So maybe you know, the Jaeger who, who bombs knows? help. Well, I married you though, didn't I? So yes, I suppose. And yeah. how drunk were you at the wedding? At the wedding, not very. Because oh, you were, were you pregnant at the wedding? No, no I was no, I wasn't. But um, my wedding dress was so tight. Going for a wee was really quite a problem. It's a bit like um, being pregnant. <laughs> but when I when I drink a lot of alcohol, I have to go to the toilet a lot. So actually, no, I didn't drink much on our wedding day. I think going to the toilet is always a problem on a you know a, yes. a wedding. That dress, you've got to have at least two people there to kind of hold bits and. I had to take the whole thing off. I had oh, to actually because it was a fishtail that came was so tight. So my bridesmaid had to like unhook me. And then I had to step out of my dress naked and hoping no wedding guests saw me. Because you don't want to see a bride going for a wee. No I, ha- I have that. seen a very drunk bride going for a wee once and it was not a good look. Um, no, I had to step out. So, yeah, yeah I didn't have drink much. Have they not invented like a wedding nappy or anything A like wedding that nappy? Oh, that, that's that, grim. That would make sense, wouldn't it? I know it doesn't make, it's not very sexy. You it's, know. Not, it's not very sexy at all, is it really? Let's just I'm just thinking, you know, that, those sort of things. She wee, whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> You to invent that and patent it. There it, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to make it sexy might be the problem. Yes. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, so yeah, so back in the day, it was all about cinema trips and like lunchtime pub visits. Mm. Um, fast forward to now, how are things different? No, we did go to the cinema. When? The other day for that, that gala screening. Yeah, we went called. with Noah to see Cars. That's very romantic. <laughs> I really liked it. We he, went again. He actually prefers going to the cinema with Noah than me, um, I think. No, 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 no. Things are different. How are things different now? You can answer this one. I just think you're, you're more likely and happier to, to stay in. It's not so bad. I still think you, you need to make an effort and, and, and go out and, and do stuff that you did before. But I think you also come to the conclusion that that's a little bit more tough now. And depending on how much help you have with children and if you can palm them off onto someone else, you know, you have to weigh that up. And we, we, we love a good box set. I think, uh, you know, you find a lot of parents mm. love a good box set mm. with a good couple of crates of wine, you know, and that's sort of, I genuinely now on a Saturday, I look forward to finishing work because I do an early, an early, early shifter. So I do the, the breakfast show and I like coming home at 11, maybe on a day that we aren't doing something, we'll always try and do something on one day, won't we? So yeah. whether the Saturday or the Sunday, but if it's not the Saturday, come back, put some shorts on, you know, have a muck around with, with, with Noah, maybe go and do a few bits and bobs. And then I know when he's in bed at seven, seven thirty. It's that time. It's our time. Yeah. You know, you can, I can crack open a beer or a couple of beers. We can watch Orange is the New Black or whatever it is. And that to me, it, it's actually, it's a, it's the perfect family sort of day. Yeah. Jay's never been into big romantic nights out. Okay. No, not at all. So this suits you down to the ground. We do actually manage to do date days. Um, I think the key with parents is date days. I've because people saying this. Yeah, because people, grandparents and childminders are really expensive, yeah. babysitters. Um, grandparents don't always want to spend their Saturday or Friday nights looking after your children. Um, so we, we're we lucky in that Jay doesn't go to work till the afternoon. So days when Noah is in childcare, we'll try and go for a lunch together or something. It's not much, yeah. but it's still some time just us without having to deal with high chairs and bibs and chips on the floor you can and have stuff. a conversation with yeah. each other and mm. actually focus on each other yeah, yeah. I, I find it really weird though because you're talking about going on dates did you ever call them dates before you had no, no. it's such a parent thing isn't it's it it's such a it's such a cliche let's go on a date yeah it's like date night but date night has become a thing because yeah. my mum always says we didn't have date nights we just went out and it, it i think it's yeah it's a thing we've adopted, isn't it? But yeah. no, we didn't ever go on dates, really, did we? No. But it makes it sound apart more special. Our, apart from our first date, where yeah. you got me drunk on Jaeger bombs. Well, no, we did do stuff. We used to go away at weekends. We'd try and go and find, you know. Oh, no, I know, but we didn't call them dates. No, no. Because that just would have got cheesy. But now, yeah, now we're mum and dad. Yeah. Yeah. Night. Um, where's your favourite place then to go on a date? If you, you know, you've got a bit of time, what, what's the ultimate thing you're going to do? This would be interesting. Hmm. I, I, I miss getting dressed up. So for me, um, going for a few drinks, actually putting something nice on that isn't stuff I'm wearing around the house um, and going for a really nice dinner, I reckon yours would be just going to the cinema, wouldn't it? I I do love the cinema. Uh, There was a thing years ago, um, there was a campaign, which it was called The Great Escape, whichever company it was, that was their slogan. And that's what I love about the cinema. You can go into a darkened room with incredible sound quality and you can look at these visually stunning films 
and it's you know it's your moment for two hours you're not thinking about anything else you're not thinking about work you're not stressing about money and you're not having to answer your wife's questions but that, that that's what i find weird though is that i think going on a date to the cinema is a massive waste of a date night i think so too thank you you're not actually conversing with your wife <laughs> or your partner that's why he likes it no no that's part <laughs> of the date night so there's there's a meal before or a meal after, depending on how, how tired we are and if we've fallen asleep in the cinema. But, you know, you can make a day of it. In fact, actually, one of our one of our favourite days that we had out was obviously, it was actually f- for me, which um, which Charlie sorted. But when we went to see the Jersey Boys, I'm a big fan of Frankie Valli. And three times. I think I took you there three, three times, times, actually. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of an annual thing. That was that's my present. Love. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. But that sort of day, and again, it's a day out. So that, I think that was a, a Saturday matinee, wasn't it? Yeah, so we d- I think we did it twice before we had Noah and then mm. once he was quite small mum and dad had him for the day so this is why I say days are easier because you yeah. don't have to con grandparents into having a baby overnight um so yeah so you go see a matinee or something but you can still have some drinks and a, a meal and stuff and you sort of feel like you've had a proper night out even if it's in daylight hours I do like a good day out actually thank you for reminding <laughs> me about this I really do and, and I like drinking in the day because you don't get the hangover the next day it's a real treat as long as you it? stop about six do. seven o'clock then you're okay mm. yeah um, this won't mean much to many people listening, but one of my favourite things to do on a date, I did this on Monday night, actually, there's a Turkish restaurant near where we live called Have It. You guys must have been. I have been there. On a, I've been on a Saturday night where they sing happy birthday every 10 minutes. They do, don't yeah. they? Honestly. <laughs> where is it? It's in... Uh, on the high street. Bromney. Oh, yeah, that one. It is the best Turkish restaurant. Although somebody I saw recently said um, it's called Have It. I'm not really quite sure if it's oh, Have It. No. Or have, it. have It. Have It. Have it. We've <laughs> probably got it wrong. So do you go there with your husband? Yes, we went there on Monday night. Oh. That's like my ultimate. Was that a date? It was a date. Okay, did you call it date we night? We called it date night. Such a On cliche. a Monday. I know, rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's a teacher, so oh, right. he's on you know, holidays at the moment. Yeah. So it's like date night a go-go. Can we, can we talk about date nights and, and how do you cope with the drinking aspect so if you if you have a drink on on that evening and let's say you, you've had a bottle of wine or whatever it is how how, how are you coping with the the, the morning after nowadays I just, I just want a bit of um you know i need some help some on help some yeah. help some tips um for me uh, the secret to that is making sure that that you've got somebody doing an overnight um like a sleepover so your child is with grandparents or a friend overnight mm. yeah and that you're picking them up kind of lunchtime the next day gotcha and that means you can get some nice little lion reminisce yes. you know back in the day when you people do that all the time yeah. get sunday papers oh, i do miss that that's the dream i miss that i miss being in bed in the ne- yeah the next day not having any worries yeah breakfast in bed watching hollyoaks yes the hollyoaks omnibus yeah that was my life for yeah, many you years you can do that i'm not watching <laughs> hollyoaks seriously do they still do the hollyoaks omnibus? i have no idea i, I think we I, we watch some Sunday brunch and things now yeah they but, must do yeah oh miss those days absolutely now on your podcast you talked about the um the sex tips for husbands and wives was it 1894 mm, I that have the book? book somewhere I yeah. think it was 1994 when we first did it when you when you, you said we were going to do this and then the book came and it's the world's smallest book is it hence why we can't find it <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely I'm sure it's on the top there somewhere but um, in it, you were talking about um, how women have to keep their husbands at bay because mm. um, clearly men are massively sex mad and women aren't. That's, no, you know, the way it goes. Um, but when you have a, have kids, don't you just think you're just too tired for any of that? Yeah. Surely you don't need to be, you know. Oh, sex after children is a whole other minefield, isn't it? I That's think... the title of this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? It's just, I, I think... F- well, I, this is going to be a bit of a generalisation, but from f- I think for women, 
And I only say this from a woman's point of view, because I am a woman and also, you know, talk to all my friends and things. It's really hard to detach from all of the other emotional stuff you've got going on, because I do think women carry the emotional burden of a family. Definitely. And whether that's, you know, the cooking, the cleaning, remembering everyone's birthdays, um, sorting days out, sorting things for your children, you know, just all of that stuff. All the life admin. Life admin, Mm. exactly. You go to bed at night and my brain is just whirring with, oh my God, I've got to do this tomorrow. You know, I said, to, I think I said to you last night in bed, Jay, I feel like I need to get up and write a list. Mm. You know, so it is hard, isn't it, to to detach yourself. One way is to drink alcohol, I think. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely yes. helps, isn't it? And that's why I guess we have these date nights or, you know, as cliche as that sounds, it kind of, you can step out of your usual role of mum and life administrator and actually remember who you were before you had kids yeah, and things that's so important isn't it so basically what you're saying is that if if you drink it makes you feel a bit more randy and then that's when well you know, the, the relationship and you, you just forget all, you just forget all the other rubbish you need to you do see, it's your own fault you just though. need to take me out more just here's a little example you're talking about you think you have the burden of life admin um, I do. Yesterday, I took Noah to go and get his hair cut, and then I was going to take him to the park, and it was a sunny day. So she said, his bag's not packed. I went, leave it, I'll sort it. It's not an issue. I know what I need to pack, and he needs a jumper, he needs a sun hat, and he needs some sun cream and, and some snacks. Okay, so that, that's fine. I can sort it. You refuse to, le- to leave it to me. I just couldn't, because well, every time I leave it then. to you, I then get a phone call going, where is, where am I, like, for example, Alice, sorry, Alice, I'm going on, on, off your beaten track. <laughs> they go swimming together on a Wednesday. I always pack the swimming bag before I go off and do whatever I'm doing. Um, the one week I didn't pack Jason's swim shorts, because we've recently swapped rooms in our house, and I don't even know where he keeps his swim shorts anywhere anymore. Um, and he set off with that. He didn't think to check with his swimming shorts in the bag. And I get an angry phone call 20 minutes into his journey. Where, where are my I swimming shorts? I was like, I, d- I didn't pack them. So you, you're not capable. Yeah, but then you've got to let me learn. I've got to go to, I'll have to go swimming and just do it in my pants. That's why <laughs> you have, I have to learn. Did you? No, I didn't. No, no, I came back for them. But that's what, you know what I mean? You, you've got to let go sometimes. We, us guys, mm. believe it or not, we can actually do a bit of life admin. Yeah, we right. can. My husband would agree with you. And I can't work out whether... I get lumbered with all that life admin because I'm a massive control freak mm. who can't let go. We all went, mm. <laughs> We all recognise that one. Yes, we do. <laughs> but I just, I, oh, if you want a job done properly, do it yourself. It's that old adage, isn't it? Well, I've got, I've got the actual audio evidence of this now, so that's okay. fine. Alison, it was worth you coming over just for that. <laughs> just for this. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Look, I've got some quick fire questions for you. Um, Charlie, have you had any weird pregnancy cravings? Because you are eight months pregnant, seven months pregnant? Seven and a half, I think. Um, hmm. Only frozen raspberries. That's quite a healthy one. Yeah, but I had that last time as well. So oh. I don't know what I could crunch a bag of frozen raspberries all day. I've looked into why that is. Why? What is your body's well, craving? If you crave ice when you're pregnant, it's supposed to mean that your iron levels are low. But my iron's fine. So mm. I have no idea. Twisters. Oh, yeah, just, it's just cold stuff, isn't it? Like yeah. lollies and, yeah, frozen stuff. <laughs> weird. But it's not that weird because some people crave, like, yeah. coal and... Yeah. You did yeah. come home with, like, the entire Sainsbury's biscuit um, selection the other day as well. Yeah, well, That's who, probably, who doesn't like a biscuit? Yeah. Come on. It was like she went down the, the Sainsbury's biscuit aisle with her hand on the shelf and just doing that. Well, no, I found it. malted milks. Sorry, I know this is quick fire. <laughs> I, I found malted milks, which I hadn't had since I was a child. Yeah. They're amazing. There you go. <laughs> I love a biscuit too. Yeah. Would you like one? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I'll go and get you a malted milk in a second. Um, so um, you either have to watch 12 hours solid of In the Night Garden 
or eat nothing but those tasteless toddler rice cakes for three days, oh. which would you choose? I'd go Night Garden. I Is don't mind it. Is this or me? Both of you. Yeah, Night Garden. I like the uh, tasteless toddler snacks. Do you? Yeah, I'm quite partial. You've met your match here, Alison. We both love the, 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 the two things that you think we would hate. You want to do both. You want to do both <laughs> at Jay's, the same time. Jay's going to chill out to the, the weirdness of in the night garden. It's I'll so weird though, isn't it? I find Very the night weird. garden just so oh, surreal. Whoever created that, they were definitely on something. Yeah. I'm sorry they were. <laughs> um, like Obviously, you guys have just started podcasting again, but what's your all-time favourite podcast? Mm. Ooh, I do, I, this sounds awful I haven't really listened to any of late I tend to like um, podcasts of existing shows like James O'Brien on LBC I like to be able to catch up on his podcast if I haven't managed to listen to Steve Allen don't forget Steve, Steve it's Allen our friend Steve Allen on LBC yeah. um, I have been listening to Emma Gannon mm-hmm. yeah um, she's great what is her podcast Control or Delete Control or Delete yes because mm. she's got a few different titles hasn't she um M. Clarkson, Jeremy Clarkson's daughter. Mm-hmm. She has just started a podcast. So I've just started listening to that. How about you, Jason? I bet you don't have time to listen to any too. She's busy making them. Yeah. Um, it's mainly radio stuff. So I, I really think that Australian radio is the the pioneer of radio okay. at the moment. And they are just churning out some incredible stuff. Mm. So um, two guys who actually we both absolutely love, uh, two guys called Hamish and Andy. Mm. So if you ever get a chance to listen to their podcast, they are brilliant. They've They're got a TV very show. Very funny, very funny. Really good. Um, there's a station which is called Kiss and they um, they do, there's a breakfast show called Kyle and Jackio who have they're renowned in Australia for the like radio. Oh yeah, no, I've heard of them. God they're really goddess. famous. Yeah. They're always yeah. in the Daily Mail. Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. So just just kind of stuff like that. And I suppose it's because I love radio. Hence why, you know, that's my job. Yeah. And also I'm always trying to, you know, I always want to try and get better and listening to other stuff gives you a few ideas. Some you nick, some you uh you kind of take away and change Borrow. it a little bit. And then Yeah. <laughs> yeah adapt. But, yeah. So for me it's mainly yeah, I think it's because I want to take away something from it and be inspired and then try and do something with what I've heard, maybe. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, Charlie so. said it earlier on before we started recording, Charlie called you a geek, and I think she's right. <laughs> you, no, you're a sexy geek. <laughs> I'm a sexy geek, you're just a geek. I'm just a geek. We, we're both geeks, actually. Yeah. We are massive I just, geeks. I'm terrible because I love to try and do everything. I'm, I'm actually quite okay at everything i'm not great at one single thing does jack that make any sense trades? yeah yeah that, that sort of thing but i think that's quite a good thing to be because yeah. i think jack of all trades makes it sound kind of negative and a bit rubbish mm. but i actually think yeah. being fairly good at everything is a pretty good place to well, be. hopefully it means you'll never be out of work well i hope so this <laughs> radio <laughs> this radio stuff <laughs> it's not gonna last forever no 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 listen um something i ask everybody I, well, I ask everybody what's in your bag but because i'm here with you jay i'm wondering what's in your pockets so maybe you want to uh, empty them out and I don't understand men's pockets the amount of stuff they carry around is it so uncomfortable no I've downsized just get a man bag right so wallet straight away and have you noticed I've downsized wallet have you? I, well, I haven't noticed. So because, and this, here's, here's a really dull story for you, because when it was sat in my in my back pocket, uh, my doctor thought it was why I got sciatica. Oh, really? So that's, <laughs> there's a little tip for you. I was sitting on the right-hand side of my buttock. Oh, my gosh. And she said, that's why you've got sciatica. Oh, my goodness. Top so, tip for everyone there. There you go. Uh, a brand new one-pound coin. Uh, Which don't fit. No, no, they do fit. The trolleys. I went to Morrison's yesterday. I didn't have a pound coin. I thought, oh, use my little thing that's on my key ring. They no longer work. Oh, yeah. no, of course. Yeah. So I'd have a basket instead. One key. Because <laughs> all of my pockets inside my jeans were starting to rip because keys were getting snagged in them. So uh, there were holes in my pocket. So just one key. We're just asking to be lost. House key. Some, um, uh, which one's this? The black currant chewing gum. Ooh. Because uh, you get coffee breath. And uh, obviously... 
A poo bag. <laughs> Glamorous. <laughs> for Glamorous. the dog, for the dog. Always a poo bag. Not for you. Always. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being my guests oh, on this, uh, this week of the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been fun chatting to you. Yeah, we could chat all day. For more from me, head over to my blog, notanothermummyblog.com. Next episode, I'll be chatting to Emma Conway from Brummy Mummy of Two. So I'll see you then. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.